This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up? What up, nerds? Excited about this episode. Are you excited? <laughs> excited. Uh, yeah, we did a. <clears throat> we decided to do a, a fun little uh, activity for this episode where um, Christian always is trying to get me to watch shitty movies. That's not accurate. Nope, I'm it's trying... 100% accurate. She tries to get me to watch shitty movies. So Cody has a very narrow taste of movies, and I can enjoy a, v- a wide variety, and I'm just trying I'm trying to open you up to more experiences. Well, what I'd say is that you spend waste all your time watching shitty movies, and you miss some fucking stone-cold classics. Now, mind you, most of these quote-unquote shitty movies I saw growing up, so I'm not wasting my time. You wasted your childhood. I, by expanding my universe. <laughs> sure, whatever you say. Anyway, we thought it would be fun because he's, you know, he's constantly trying to get me to watch shitty movies, which we did on our uh, cross episode. I wish I had a button for every time you said shitty, like, you know, quote, like some kind of quotation or something. No, <laughs> I will not give you access to the buttons. <laughs> um, yeah, we did... Uh, that was Customers Also Watched, right, that we did the cross episode with? Yes. Um, where we watched Arena. And I was like, I don't want to keep watching shitty movies. <laughs> and, like, I don't gain anything from it. So I thought, hey, what if – and I'm constantly surprised by movies that, that you haven't seen that mm-hmm. I think are, like, you know, staples of American cinema. You know, the only one that I feel – We'll we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more later. But so we decided to swap, and I watched a shitty movie that he suggested, and he watched a good movie that I suggested. So (laughs) we'll have some of that later. But before we do that, let's do some nerdy confessions, where we confess the things that make us nerds. Would you like to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I don't know if you guys. Well, for those watching YouTube, have seen it. So I got as a gift. This little Pikachu Xenomorph. Um, I had seen it on Amazon, and I didn't think it was gonna be this dope. I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it this much. Like I, I, I think you said you saw it at a con, right? Yeah, I think I saw it at Comic Con either last year or the year before. So it's, I, I mean, looking at the pictures on Amazon, I thought it was gonna be like this bad, crappy little thing, and it's actually the details on it is actually pretty good. You can actually see a little skull in the clear part. I mean, sorry for anyone who's not watching, but I'm sure Cody will throw pictures yeah. later. But so, it, so it's uh, it's basically supposed to be like the xenomorph from the Alien. Like if it, a facehugger had got on a Pikachu, and it's definitely not licensed because Nintendo would not okay this shit. Yeah, like, I would definitely say it's it's probably more like one of the engineers from Prometheus, like shot the spores or whatever into uh, Pikachu. Maybe because then it took on. Remember, it kind of like took on the, the characteristics of whatever it was. To me, it definitely looks like it was a face hugger. At least following yeah. the lore. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. We'll throw pictures later for. I know it's not exciting for you guys listening, but yeah, we'll put pictures up on uh, Instagram as well. We'll do a little photo shoot. Um, but yeah, those are really cool. I've seen them. There's someone makes a big one too. It might, it's probably the same company. They make a. They make like a. You know, I was gonna say life size, but Pikachu's not real, but. <laughs> Like what I'm the size I, I imagine him being Pikachu. like that. Okay, maybe like a small Pikachu, you know, like, um, like a, a a ten or twelve inch little statue or whatever. But yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'm I'm definitely gonna get the rest of them now, for sure. Like this one looks pretty. Are cool. there? And they're all a, Pikachu's, aren't they? Or no, there's a Bulbasaur one. They, they've done a Bulbasaur. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Do they have a Charmander and Squirtle no, yet? No, not yet. I'm sure it's coming. Yeah, it's coming down the pipeline. Um. Speaking of Pokemon, you know what's funny is, uh, you know, 
we follow this one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say cosplayer. <laughs> Why are you gonna say cosplay? Because uh, I don't know if she really she doesn't really cosplay. She just like she has a bunch of nerdy stuff. Her name was Poke Princess. On, yes, remember on Instagram? she got in trouble. She did. She got in a lot of trouble. She got sued by Nintendo. By Nintendo. Successfully sued. Yeah, which is crazy. It um, must have not been that bad because she did a video saying, like, I get it. They were totally right. I shouldn't have been doing that. I didn't know. Well, I think – so uh, from my understandings, I, I read about it. Um, she she got sued for all the money that she made off of merchandise that said Poke Princess on it mm-hmm. or, um, you know uh, – that had Pokemon and stuff on it, right? You know, Which makes sense. I mean, that's that's IP, right? No, absolutely. That totally makes sense. I want to know how they caught wind of this. Like, uh, I saw so our only fans. Yeah, that's was the like, thing. Oh, I, fuck. I doubt it was like a concerned like Pokemon <laughs> player who yeah. ran into. I'm going to email Nintendo. No, you know, as someone maybe mid level Nintendo who saw it, and I was like, oh, I should probably bring this up. Ooh, but I don't want to know that I subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Like they're gonna ask me why I've been falling for three months and waited yeah. this long. There's research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she she is now rebranded uh to I think it was Digital Princess. Not as cool, you know, not as good of a alliteration. But uh also yeah. she must have been making some decent money for Nintendo to be like, wait a minute. Yeah, like, we want all that money back. That's probably why she was cool with it though, because she did the OnlyFans, and that's that's probably way more money. Probably. And, and they probably can't touch that because she's straight up selling her body. <laughs> Anyway. Probably can't wear Pikachu ears or something, but yeah, yeah, exactly. They have to be like unlicensed electric rat ears, <laughs> Shaco rat, Shaco rat, like all those knockoff Halloween yeah. costumes. I saw someone as someone had posted a picture. It was Beetlejuice, and it said Juice Demon. <laughs> Juice Demon. That's a pretty good one. Uh, my nerdy confession. Uh, now, bear with me, Christian. This is this is not going to be down your lane. Um, Sports. Uh, no, it's, actually, it's a sports ball. No, actually, it's it's uh, guitar. Okay, gu- guitar music. Um, so while I was on, you know, I've been I've been playing guitar now since I was in uh, like a freshman in high school. Um, and I started off on bass before that and saxophone before that. Slap it the bass. Slap it the bass. Uh, and I recently, you know, it's it's one of those things, you know, you, you get older and it's like. You have a job and responsibilities and a podcast and all this stuff. And you your run hopes, your hopes and dreams die. Yeah. Young. Well, you know, it's not even that. It's just like you straight up run out of time. Like there's there's not enough time in a week to get my normal, you know, you know, three or four hours of guitar playing practice that I normally did. So I you know, I, I fell off of my guitar playing. So I've recently gotten back into it. Um, you know, because I, I now you know, I bought some new strings and you know, I figured out how to record it on the computer. And things like that. And so I'm excited to like get better at it. And I've been playing the past like, I don't know, a month or so. Um, getting back to where I was. So we're gonna get some like sample riffs and stuff. Is that, is that yeah, what? yeah, I could do sample riffs if you want. Um in fact I, I think I have some on my phone, but we we can insert them in later. Um but we did uh basically you know, now I've, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on like new techniques and practice you know, exercises, things like that. And I came across this one of like this treasured piece of equipment, which I really like nerded out over, over the past couple of days. And so what it is, is it's a guitar pedal. And, you know, for, for those people who, who don't play guitar, when you have a, a, when you play an electric guitar, a lot of people use pedals. They're these little boxes or some people call them stomp boxes um, that you could, that have different effects on them. Right. You okay. Know? So this one, all it is is overdrive, which is, you know, you can think of like a distortion type pedal. Um, But it was, there was only 8,000 of them made and they were all made by hand. Um, It's called the Klon, K-L-O-N, Centaur, like the half, half man, half horse. Okay. Right. Makes sense for a a pedal. Okay. Yeah, sure. So it's, you know, it's just a cool, cool mythical beast kind of thing. And so it originally came out. It was $225, right? Okay. When? Uh, back in the 90s. Late 90s. And, and they only all, made how many? 8,000. It's not very good uh, business right there. Right. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, uh, now they go for about $5,000 a pedal. And you're about to show them camera. That you <laughs> I wish. I wish. I was. Um, but so I did, I did this deep dive. I'm like, dude, 
you know, why is this thing so expensive? And then I watched some videos of people playing it. Sounds amazing. Like it, it does. It sounds really, 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 really and good. And no one's trying to like remake them. Or? So here's the fun thing that I found out during mm. my deep dive of research. So basically, there's multiple people who have come up with clones of them. Mm-hmm. Um, th- in fact, there's one that I, I think I'm going to buy next week uh, next, when I get a chance to go to Guitar Center. It's called the uh, it's called the Wombler. Uh, like Tumblin or something like that. Love the name. Okay. Yeah, it's just a, it's a weird name. The guy's name is like Chris Wombler or some shit like that. Um, and in the description, it actually um, it kind of references the centaur. <laughs> it's basically like, you know, hey, you know, uh, if you can't afford a really overpriced golden stomp box, because wow. it's golden, you know, tr- trade it in for a different mythical beast. And this one has instead of a centaur has a satyr on it. Um, and it's it's basically essentially the same thing, but yeah, I just you know something about the whole story behind it, where you know they're handmade by this one guy, and and like some of the greatest guitar players ever used them to play, like you know, like John Mayer, and uh, you know, like I think Warren Haynes had one at one point, you know, some of these really really good guitar player guys, and um, it's just really f- like funny to listen about the lore and oh and and when you open up the inside of them the guy was so secretive about how he made the pedal he covered the circuit board in this black like goo stuff like a sealant so you couldn't see what he did this is the original one the original one yeah 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 so it, it it's pretty um, pretty amazing and yeah it's called the clon centaur i mean i i get that you want to protect you know like your property and what you made but at the same time like wouldn't you want someone to maybe see what you did and try to work on it and improve it, you know, and try to make better things? Well, I mean, the, the way I see it is if, you, if you're going to self-limit them by making only 8,000 of them. Here's how it looks. Yeah. And you made several versions. There's one There's one that's silver with no centaur on it. There's one that's gold with the centaur on it. There's one gold without the centaur on it. The gold with the centaur or gold with the horse is, is the most sought after. Um, oh, here, here's all the different different ones so yeah to me it's like okay if you're gonna self-limit yourself by only making a thousand of them like either make more of them or sell your patent yeah. to a company that can make a bunch of them so everyone can have it it's just terrible business unless outside you, of being like a, a unless weirdo. you stockpiled like an extra like you know thousand of them and he's selling them at the five thousand dollars just like little by little <laughs> little one by, by one. little you know just for rent money it's not a bad idea. Not a, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I feel like you would make more if you just, if you just, uh, oh, it's called the Tumness. Tumness. Here's here's that. 150 bucks for that one. Yeah. And they sound pretty, I've heard some side-by-sides, they sound pretty similar. No, I mean, that's the, obviously. The but the reason choice. why I brought it up, you know, although it is, it's nerdy in itself because it's mythical creatures and it's like, there's a lore behind it. Look who makes a clone of it. Good old wish.com. Are you serious? Makes a clone of it. There it is. Yep. Yeah, it looks amazing. $46, so you know it's good. $46. I'm like, how good could, I, how, how good could it really sound, though? It is cool that it looks... I'm not going to let you spend $46 yeah. on that. If I, if I was to do it, the only reason I would do it is if I could... Is so I could buy one of these of uh, Womblers. Womplers. Oh, and like put that and in put the... put the electronics in it. All it's right. not a bad idea. I guess it doesn't really matter. I'm not, it's not like I'm playing gigs or anything, but uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, the Clon Centaur. Check it out if you want um, some crazy, crazy. Oh, here's the black goo. Yeah, here's a good picture of the black goo. See what that? a weirdo. Yeah, so strange. But also check out Wish if you want to. Uh, yeah, if, if you want to, if I'll uh, I'll put a, a link on our webs or on our Instagram. If you're you looking for it. weird, you know, dildos and. Fleshlights and butt plugs. Yeah, maybe they make a butt plug version of these. Probably. That'd be kind of cool. I'd be into that. (laughs) You start playing, and the vibrations. (laughs) Power chords. But, uh, yeah, I I just thought it's such such a – I love that even um, guitar playing, there's like a – there's like a a mythos to it. You know, there's like – you can really deep dive and find these like – you know, this is just like, you know, like the Boba Fett – uh, Kenner character who's like you know jetpack shot people's eyes out so they never they, they only released so many him. yeah 
Alrighty, well that's the end of Nerdy Confession, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some movie swap action, some hot movie swap action, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Such great ads. Such great ads. You know what's really funny is that they didn't put one in our first episode. Oh, really? So it's just us being like, oh, man, what a great product. <laughs> Round two, maybe they Round got it right. Round two, maybe we got this time. Let us know in the comments. Did you hear an ad? If not, is this weird? <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't on us. That one was not us. Also, the YouTube one, I didn't do anything. I just left everything in of us being like, so what do we do now? <laughs> do we? Do we... Do we just say, do we just come back? I guess we just come back. Working out the kinks. Working out the kinks. Um, so, yeah, we decided to do a fun little uh, uh, experiment, if you will, where, you know, Christian, you know, definitely has some some movies that he's missing from his repertoire. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, I do too, admittedly. Like, I haven't seen any of these shitty movies he wanted me to see. <laughs> Um, so it's definitely one of those things where I think we could both benefit from this. So we'll pull this, uh, out of the closet every once in a while when we want to, you know, when we need some content. Every episode. Every episode. Every episode we're doing. Moving forward. (laughs) Moving forward. This is just a bad movie, good movie podcast. (laughs) Just kidding. Please keep listening and subscribing. Um. Which which one do you want to do first? Uh, I could go first if you want. Let me just, I can pull up my notes. Check this out. I okay. wrote notes. I don't have notes. Fuck notes. Yeah. So uh, I watched Firewalker, mm-hmm. starring the one, the only, Chuck Norris. Old Chucky Norris. Old Chucky Norris. Also, um, Sala from Indiana Jones was in it. Yes. Or Gimli from or Lord Gimli. of the Rings. Yes. Yeah. I feel like more more people know him as Gimli, but he was he was solid. Or as solid and uh, Sunny Landon, like uh, Billy from uh, Predator. Of course really? you don't know him because he's Native American. Oh, that that was really funny. El Coyote. He was El Coyote. Yes, he was. Oh, interesting. That's pretty cool. I couldn't tell. He has he has an eye patch. Yeah, the Only red, saw half of his the face. red Cyclops. Not racist at all. <laughs> Not racist yeah, at all. That probably probably wouldn't. There was a lot of <laughs> questionable lines in that. This is why it's entertaining, <laughs> Cody, because it's so it's like it ages like for fine wine. If you just want to watch racist <laughs> movies, I could just, you know, email you Song of the South. I think I have it saved somewhere. See, but that's the thing. Just uh, kidding. No, I don't. That, I definitely th- don't have Song of the South. That's the thing about these movies. Like they're little gem like you, you, granted, it's like you're going through a big picture that admittedly is it a great movie? No, it is a bad movie. But you find little gems that just make it so good worth the you know the time you invested. And we'll, we'll we'll get into it, but well, I think I think the thing that bothers me especially about these is this was like a canon film, right? Yes. So, I love canon films. I and, and I for love those, canon films. Why don't you tell the fine folks what canon films are known for? All right, canon films oh. is known for this it's this studio that would make unheard of amount of movies a year they would do like 50 like between 40 to 60 movies in a year between the uh well granted in the 70s it was porno which it's i don't remember the two jewish gentlemen that bought it (laughs) so it used to be previously a porno uh production company an adult film porno porno (laughs) and so triple x movies that's back when they rated pornos don't they still rate them they don't rate pornos pornos are just pornos now I don't know. Anyway. Right. So they bought the movie company and they would just pump out films after film after film. And 90% were, there, were garbage. And But they would get... I'd that, say like 99%. But every year they would get one hit. One magical hit that will just make all the money they had lost with profit. Yeah. And that kind of was their cycle. They would make... Garbage, garbage, garbage. Accidentally make something good, make their money back, and yeah, because Bloodsport was one, wasn't Blood it? Bloodsport was one. Cobra was another one. Cobra, uh, yeah, that's not bad. 
Well, was, um, although arguably, I'm not too sure if they made money uh, over the top with Sylvester Stallone. Not too sure if they made. Ooh, they had to on that one. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, I mean, o- it was okay it was for what it was. Definitely the best arm wrestling movie I've ever seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so basically, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a whole company that kind of based on um, – I can't even spell it. So it's two N's. So he's looking it up. It's K – I mean C-A-N. Like a, like a shot from a cannon. Yep. Right in the mouth. Shot to the mouth. Yeah. Bloodsport. Oh, was, Masters of the Universe. And that like American that, Ninja. American Ninja. Life Force. Do not <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do Life Force next. We'll see. I've seen Life Force, I think. Cyborg. Cyborg actually made a whole ton of money and I it's one of the movies that started I launching. I, I don't know if I've seen Cyborg. If you if you haven't, definitely watch it. Oh, is this uh, Death Wish? Yes. Death Wish. Oh, Death Wish was good. Um they locked in Superman? Yeah, uh, the worst one. I think it was like oh, like Superman four. Yeah, exactly. Quest for Peace. Yeah, there it is. Another like since we're doing little nuggets on canon films, they actually bought the first movie rights to Spider Man. Oh, interesting. And they were thank the, God they got rid of those. Yeah, they did not make it. Eighties canon film Spider Man. I'm not too sure if I would have wanted it just to see how bad it would have been, but and you know that would have been shit. They also they were the ones who released the Captain America movie straight to. The video. Oh, the motorcycle one? Yep. Yeah. Canon yeah. Films. I own that one. See? You, there's some garbage movies that you do like. I've never actually watched it. <laughs> just, <laughs> you just bought it? Here's what's funny. So on that on that movie, I bought it at uh it was either Comic Con or Fanime or something like that. I bought it. I I gave it to my friend Anthony to to hold on to it because I didn't have a backpack and he had a backpack. Mm-hmm. And then he kept it forever. Nice. So I've never actually seen it. <laughs> And I, I don't know if I technically still own it anymore. <laughs> no, I think at that point. Cyborg. That was with the old uh, Jean-Claude. Yeah, so interesting information about that film. So they uh, they had bought a whole bunch of stuff from Masters of the Universe. They thought it was going to be an amazing film. They were calling it like the next Star Wars. And so there was a bunch of props and scenes that they had cut that they didn't use. So they're like, all right, we have a bunch of stuff that we didn't use for this movie. Let's use it for another movie. They just took the props, made Cyborg, and that was their big hit. That, that started making money. Masters of the Universe, yeah. That one was interesting. Oh, they made Death Wish 3. All the Death Wishes, I'm pretty sure they made. Oh, and why would they put 3? Oh, yeah, Over the Top, that's a good one, too. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Pawakatsi, I don't know what that's all about. Um, so I watched Firestarter, or Firewalker. Firestarter would have been a Firewalker. <laughs> Firestarter would have been a welcome reprieve from watching this. And so yeah, it's um it's basically Chuck Norris. Uh I don't know the other actor's name. Uh what's the other Lewis uh Lewis oh Lewis Gossip Jr. Sure. Uh, Gossip Jr. Um and it their their names were like Max and uh doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it to you. It was uh, Max uh, Donegan and Leo Porter. Leo, that's what I was going to say. And so it's these two adventurers, nondescript adventurer guys. Uh, excuse me, uh, Leo is a learned professor. He's a teacher. That's how he knew all that stuff. Uh, interesting. <laughs> and then and then, so Max is just like an overall badass who's bad at shooting guns but good at throwing knives. Exactly. He's a mercenary. Cool. Um, and they basically uh, – you know, they come across this lady who she's like, hey, I have this treasure map to find she's, some gold. She's kind of psychic. All right. She, she is kind of dreams. psychic, um, which they first they don't like she just kind of stares off into the distance for some reason. And then I'm just like, what's happening? Like, did she forget her line? But no, she's psychic. She was doing her psychic. She's doing her psychic thing. Um, uh, but like uh, she has this map that's. You know, uh, that has this uh, Mayan, Aztec, Spanish, Egyptian, Egyptian. gold yep. treasure. <laughs> and, um, and she needs help finding it. Yep. And so Chuck Norris and the other guy decide to help her out. I love how they set that up because it was a straight up D&D hook. Yeah. They're in a bar. They're in a bar. They're having a good time. It's like, man, we missed out on that adventure. We didn't make any money. And then she shows up like, hey, guys. Yeah, exactly. I got an adventure for you guys. I've got an adventure. There's gold. I need brave men and yeah. loyalty. Yeah. 
come into my parlor and I'll spin you a tail. I, dude, I loved the D&D &D hook. <laughs> yeah. It's like a 10-year-old D&D You Okay, you beat me because I was going to say, like, this movie and a lot of canon films, it's like they gave teenagers an essay assignment. Hey, I need you to write a movie script or at least a skeleton movie script. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know movies. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. and, and then they go and they shoot it. First, first they're, they're two badasses. It's like if Indiana Jones was split into two people. Yeah. One guy's a teacher and pretty much useless. The other guy, good with knives, bad with guns, but he'll do whatever it takes. He's also really good at karate. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the one thing that was crazy about the two main characters is, is they're, they're so nonchalant about everything. All the danger is like... It's, danger it's like, means nothing. Oh, uh, here we go again. Yeah. This is just like back in Istanbul or whatever the fuck yeah, they say. All the time. <laughs> and like even in the first scene, they're like captured by some you know I love I want to say Asian. I love but who knows? I love that they were supposed to be in like the Middle East. And like most of the guys that were chasing them were like all they I think they were supposed to be Middle Eastern dudes. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like a Filipino guy comes out. Yeah. Like one of our many friends that we have here in <laughs> yeah. the Bay Area just came out and yeah. started doing a weird accent. Yeah, like, where's he supposed to be from? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, we meet again. So these guys have an established universe. That's, yeah. that's kind of what it's telling That they do not expand on at yeah, all. exactly. He's like, I'm going to kill you. I don't know why. I don't know why. And this is what's funny. So they tie them up in the desert. You know, their hands kind of outstretched. You know, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what you would call stakes? it. Like stakes yeah. down into the sand. Mm -hmm. Okay, desert sand. They're not going to be able to lift that. Okay, and they have ropes, so much ropes around their wrists. So here's here's my problem. It's like, first of all, you could probably just wiggle enough and lift and lift those out of the thing. That's 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 American sand. That's Middle Eastern sand. <laughs> it it's might be different. a different thing. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? But also, if you if you look really closely at the uh, the ropes around the wrist, they're just tied around the stake, so you can just lift the rope off of the stake. Yeah, but these guys. I took know. a picture of it too because <laughs> I was on, like, "What the fuck on, is this?" On YouTube, I'm sure you guys saw the picture. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was that was interesting, and they didn't leave scorpions or anything on him. He actually left him with a, a bottle of water. Yeah. And what he does is he breaks it. Yeah, he and says uses the in glass. three hours. You're going to be thirsty. In 10 hours, your skin will be crackling. And then he said, whatever hours, you'll be dead. And you have the life water in your hand. Ah! You know, evil fucking laugh. Yeah, exactly. Very strange. And so he leaves, of course, and then they escape, obviously. Um, there's there's a couple fun fun moments in it, too. Like, at one point, uh, Leo is just straight up sleeping in his clothes. Like, when they're on the adventure, like, they're in they're in a hotel room. And there's this guy named the Red Coyote, which we already kind of mentioned, who's like after them. And so it's just L Coyote. Oh, I thought you said there's Red Cyclops. Red Cyclops. Oh, okay. That's when she saw her psychicness and was like, "There's a Red Cyclops." Oh, that's was right. after us. Oh, that makes. I was like, her, the whole time, the whole time, I was thinking, "Where's this Red Cyclops? This Cyclops now makes it was, sense." It was, it was a, a Native, it was a Native American gentleman yeah. with an eye patch. <laughs> Got it. Jesus Christ. Um. And so at one point, um, you know, they're at, at a hotel and down in like Bolivia or something like that. Mexico. Mex uh, I thought they, this one day had gone further down to South America. Doesn't matter really in the grand scheme of things. They're, they're probably all Don't filmed in Mexico. Don't blame us. It was a teenage kid that wrote it. Didn't make sense. And so this, this, this lady answers the door and she's like, Ugh, I have this crazy, you know, this crazy potion to drink or whatever. And Chuck Norris is like, I'm always down and invites a strange woman in. Where they've already had people try to stop them on this adventure. Yes, sir. He drinks from this gourd. Then it obviously gets knocked out, and she's going to stab him. But then the other lady, uh, who Patricia is her name. So she's been, she has been psychically woken up. Psychically woken up. By Tall Eagle, who was chanting to wake her up. Right. Tall I, Eagle. I did, I did like Tall Eagle. Tall Eagle was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, like he's very like he has a very little amount of screen time, but he's yeah. very charming. And like, dude, like I want to. So, so Tall Eagle is like this Native American like medicine man kind of guy. But like and they're like told to like go talk to him. He's got all the answers. He'll help you on your journey. And when they go to him, he's like sitting in his little, you know, for lack of a better word, teepee. Yeah. And he's like watching I Love Lucy. Yeah. And I and he's just like, why doesn't he just slap her? Yeah. I would never deal with this shit. And I'm just like, dude, that guy's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, 
that they go into like another smaller TV and do, have like a vision quest or whatever. Yes. And he gives them some very basic information, but he helps them later psychically. Yeah. And by doing a cool chant. He does give her a little sack of dust. And a says, sack of dust. Yeah. Like this that'll keep you safe, but it didn't really. <laughs> He's like, you'll know when to use it. Yeah. You're supposed to throw it in his eye. He only has one eye, dummy. <laughs> also, like, <laughs> bad bargaining on Tall Eagle's side. Like, they, they was taking 20%. It was his people's gold. It was the Native Americans' gold. Yeah. He was going to let these Americans take 80%. Well, well, Leo only wanted to give him 2%. Yeah, Leo. <laughs> fucking <was> stingy <laughs> bastard. Because, um, yeah, when they were, you know, Leo, like, when like, they were discussing, mm, Leo was like, two. And he was like, 20%. He was like, no, 2%. <laughs> Um, but what I was getting to is, okay, so she, Patricia gets psychically woken up, and um, she goes in to stop this, this lady from killing um, killing yes. Chuck Norris. Then Leo gets normal woken up. Yes. No, no, no. It was also it was also It was also tall, a psychic it thing? It was also tall ego. Okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. But when they flashed him waking up, he's fully dressed with his shoes on. I didn't notice that. <laughs> he, he runs in and, and pulls mama. He's he's just laying in bed, fully clothed, like he had just like Cody. When you're adventuring, you gotta be yeah, ready you gotta be ready at, at all, all times. times. Um, uh, I I thought this this uh, line was pretty cool. Quit acting like a dad, gum sissy. Yeah, and that that was his thing. That was like uh, that was like McFar. Or, or, um, damn it, that was like a. Um, Jamie Foxx, or Jamie Foxx, fucking, oh my god, from Back to the Future when they call him Chicken. Oh, uh, Marty McFly. Yeah, that was like his trigger, like, oh, call me Chicken, like, that was his, like, yeah. don't call me no sissy. Don't call me no sissy. Um, and then, uh, at one point, they go to another bar, a lot of bars in this one. A lot of bars. They, uh, Chuck Norris, he needs to get information, they're like, We've come to a dead end. We don't know where else to find information. For whatever reason, there was a British dude so, in this bar. But this is how he finds out. He goes, $20 American for any information. Any information and at Leo all. And Leo was like, dude, stop flashing that He's money. He's like, stop, stop flashing that money. He's like... $50. He doesn't say what information he's looking no. for. What does he expect people to say? <laughs> and everyone's like, shut up in Spanish. I'm yeah, like, shut up, sit down. Yeah, and then finally a British guy's like, yeah, I'll do it for $100. And he, the information he gives him is like, go talk to this guy. He's 200 miles away, but he's he'll help you. Yep. Here's $100. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but then Chuck Norris beats up a bunch of guys, and the bar seems to be made of styrofoam. Well, there was a really big guy, for whatever reason, yeah, you know, wanted just... to insult. You know, In D&D, he would be the brawler. You know, the, the, yeah, the... and some NPC quest where you're like, oh, let's just get these guys fighting for a minute. He's the brawler who's like, he's the bar brawler who's the champion, and he just needed to establish himself. That's that's what it was. Yeah, and but every, every time someone leans back on a table, like after Chuck Norris roundhouses him, like, they just lean on the table. The table just crumples and falls apart. Have you ever been hit by a Chuck Norris hit? Uh, Yeah, I have, actually. Oh, didn't you crumple a table when you took it? No. <laughs> I broke his foot. That's nice. how badass I am. Um, I, I wrote this note down. Why are they dressed as priests? I thought that was interesting. So they had to go into, I think it was Chahal, which is the area where they needed to get to. Yep. And it was uh, military controlled, and you couldn't go in without papers. And they're like, ah, but if we're priests, they won't gonna, ask us. They for won't papers. ask for papers. But they they kind of did. But it's fine. Well, I mean, they had shot a guy. Well, not not Chucky, but uh, yeah. the Mexican army had shot a guy. And then they're like running through the banana fields, and <laughs> Patricia goes and hides in this banana thing. Yeah, and she she hears someone outside, and she she's like. Max, is that you? And like pokes her face out as some drunk, you know, South American dude. It was a military guy, yep. Who was like, who was looking for them. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're being chased. You know? <laughs> and she's like, oh my God. And then like, he, when he sees her, he just, he's drunk as fuck. And she just immediately takes off her, her nun costume. And he's like, like, oh, she wants to have sex. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to rape this girl. And she's like, what? And so then she shoots him. Well, she or takes no, no, she takes his gun out. And yep. Threatens him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Patricia? <laughs> Dumb bitch. Um, what did he call her? A tart? No, no. He called her Hermana at first. Oh, yeah, he called her a fruitcake. A fruitcake. Yeah. Fucking fruitcake. And then the last thing I'll say, uh, they do they do run into Sala slash Gimli. Yes. Um, what's his name? It's uh, in um, the movie. No, no, no. Just. Oh, John Wright. John Reese Davies. Reese Davies. Uh, Jonathan Reese Davies. 
Um, and he's like, effort, it's the old classic trope where it's like, oh, you think you think they're being captured by some warlord boss, but uh, just kidding. He's actually friends with them and he loves them. Yeah. You know, it's like it's straight out of Indiana Jones. They were like <laughs> they were like cutting like they were going to cut their heads off like they're chopping like melons in front of you. like, ah, just kidding. And wanted to scare you. What's yeah. up, buddy? Let's yeah, go exactly. drink. And then but the accent he's doing. What? What was he doing? I think that was his attempt at Spanish. I think he was doing a British accent, but with southern inflections. Like he was saying, like y'all, and he's like, "Ain't never been one." And then he would, he would like. He would I like, just love him as an actor. I forget. he was great, but it's just like, <laughs> like pick this a lane. Who are what? Who are you supposed to this be? This is how much I love him. I he's didn't in even... South America. Doing a British slash Georgian accent. Yeah, they were like, "You're in South America." Oh, so Southern. Okay, got it. I got it. I do declare. And they're like, "No, for the Queen and country." And he's like, <laughs> like "Further, the fuck, like further south." Oh, okay, yeah. No, I got it. Don't worry. I got it. We'll shoot it live. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's like, I'll be fine. I'm Welsh. He's like, "No, no, like the the American South." Oh, well, I'll just say, "Ain't a bunch." Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, and you know. They do find the gold at the end. Yes. Spoiler alert, I guess. Spoiler alert. And big twist at the end, Filipino Baldi is back. Yeah. <laughs> He's at a bar. He's like, so we meet again. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Uh, so I guess, uh, what, do I think it was worth it? Um, Look how much fun we had talking about it. That alone, it should have been worth I'd it. Say, I'd say there was there was okay parts in it. You know, mm-hmm. like you got to see early Chuck Norris doing, you know, he was definitely doing some of his signature Chuck Norris moves. His first comedy. This, yeah. This was his first comedy. In fact, he wanted, so he was tied up in a contract with Canon Films. And he was like, guys, I want to do a comedy. Yeah. And they're like, mm, that's not really what you're known for. And they're like, look, we'll do a comedy. If it doesn't work out, then I'll stop doing, attempting a comedy. So he was, he was, he didn't want to do, be known anymore just as the karate guy. He wanted to attempt to do something else. Gotcha. So then it actually did okay. I, I don't know if moving forward if he did any comedies. I can't think of any. Um, yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But I did like him as that character. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, also, he, he always had a cigar, but he never smoked it. No, it was just he had it. He just had it. So I feel like Canon Films could only afford one cigar. Yeah. So you just chewed on it. Also, you know, they were shooting in Mexico, made parts of the jungle very moist that day. You know, it probably oh, kept, you know. Yeah, it kept puttering out Yeah, it was too wet. Exactly. So nothing worse than a wet cigar. Also, like, I, at least to me, it seemed like the actors all had a really good time filming it. It didn't seem, they yeah. seemed genuinely like to enjoy each other's company, at it least did. on screen. I will say the chemistry between the three main characters was f- uh, fairly good, especially the two main guys, Max and Leo. Like their chemistry was great, the love thing between Max and Patricia, uh, Chuck Norris, and, and it the also lady. came very late, like in like the third act. It came like, in the third act, and like on the on like a pinhead turn, it was like uh, he was just like, you know, when I called you your fruitcake, I didn't mean it. Let's make out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so that was a little forced, and I don't I don't think it needed it. You know? Also, like, yeah, because at the very much it was very much like they were all very buddy buddies. Like, mm-hmm. in fact, it was kind of cool that one of them wasn't trying to bang her. They're like, ah, oh, she's equal and it's a peer. Um, what annoyed me a little bit is when Leo was like, oh, like I'm gonna give them some time to maybe like make out. And he's like washing dishes, and then he disappears and they see blood. And you know, uh, Max Chuck Norris is just kind of like, I'm gonna leave on this trip. You are a fruitcake. He's like, no, but the treasure. And he's like. You're right. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's it for your homie? Like, that was it? All, he didn't even try to look for him much other than be like, where are you? Where are you? Hey, where are you? Well, you must be dead. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm really? going home. <laughs> like, that's it? That's, that's it? You're not even going to, like, look behind that tree over there? What's going on? Yeah, so, um, obviously, like, I think the, the, the bones of the story could have led to something cool mm-hmm. it was just it was the very low budget aspect of it that that really i think worked against it you know like what, you like, know it's insane that maybe it'll drive you a little bit insane it came out the same year as top gun <laughs> Fuck. so it's like dude you got 1986 
you got movies that like you could obviously have great effects and great visuals. Like there was Labyrinth came out, Short Circuit. Well, came that's out, the thing is like Little they Shop of Horrors. They didn't even need to be effects so much. It just like production, I, production value. So like at one point they're going. Um, I think this might have been when they were in Mexico. They were like, oh, we're going out to the, find this secret cave. And they're like, look, over there. And they flash to like this picturesque Mother Mary uh, statue then, that, that was obviously bought at some garden shop. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> it was like brand new. It might have still had a price tag on it. And it was surrounded by dusty, dirty wasteland. Canon films, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you couldn't have taken some dirt. That was right next to it and rubbed it on there. They were doing too much cocaine at the time. They're like, they just <laughs> yes. like, we need to get through this. Like, exactly. Um, I got 50 other pictures I need to make. And yeah, and, and the fight scenes, like, even though Chuck Norris was doing great, like, the people who were not Chuck Norris did terrible. At one point, Patricia takes, takes her shoe off and hits oh, a yeah. guy and instantly <laughs> knocks him out. Right on top of the head. It yeah. was the heel, is what it was. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of impact. Yeah, point. it looks so stupid. <laughs> And that whole bar, like they showed after he's done beating everyone, every single table is destroyed. That was that was his mission was to make sure that every <laughs> destroy every table. He got extra points for that. All right, so was it worth it? Yeah, you know it's fine. It it's it's not a movie I'll ever watch again. Um, but I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would hate it. There we go. Oh, that's so, a win. So that's 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 progress, I guess. So Christian, you saw Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Now, one thing with Blade Runner is there's a million versions of it. I saw. So which one did you see? The final cut. I think the final cut, if I remember correctly, is good. There was no like cheesy voiceover by Harrison Ford. No, that good. was that was all. That it, was a theatrical one. I that think. was the one that um, Ridley Scott um, said he, hey, he had. He had all the right, or he had all the say in it. So that, okay. was, that was his. Yeah, because the theatrical version of Blade Runner actually came out, and they had like a. Like a film noir esque like mm-hmm. uh, voiceover from Harrison Ford. He's no, like, there was none of that. She was a dame unlike any other dame. You no, know that, that nothing, kind of nothing thing. of that. But it it was also him just obviously mailing it in because they did it afterwards. They're like people don't know what's going on. <laughs> so my take on it. Yeah. Amazingly shot film. Mm-hmm. Um, the effects still hold up today, at least in the version that I saw. It was great. Um, the all the props looked amazing. Uh, the actors were great. Uh, I mean, there's not really. I like. I'm. I was actually when I was doing a little bit of research about it. I'm surprised it did not do well domestically. I haven't seen the theater. Maybe there was a reason why it didn't do too well here. But it definitely became more popular as like it. Like I guess it was way beyond its time. For yeah, it was. It was definitely kind of a cult classic. Um, Apparently did way better in Europe, and then that's where it started picking up. Well, I think, you know, when I think of Blade Runner, um, and, you know, eventually you're going to see Blade Runner 2049, maybe maybe for next week. Um, or, yeah, maybe next week or the week after. Um, one thing to notice, and a lot, a lot of Ridley Scott movies are like this, is they are very slow. They're not, like, in-your-face action, 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 you know? Um, that was more of a Tony Scott thing. Uh, but... You know, it makes you think, and you have to think about it. You have to just sit there and watch it. Lay, you know, everything come out over on the screen. So it's like, you you really have to sit there and experience it. If you if you're not ready for that kind of movie, it's a very European aesthetic. You know, very French, new wave type aesthetic to the movie. No, it was it was great, and the casting was amazing. Actually, I was looking into who they were considering for. Um uh, was it Rick Rick Deckard? Rick Decker, yep. So Gene Hackman yeah. was someone they were considering. Sean Connery, Ooh. which might have been interesting. Um, Jack Nicholson. Ooh. <laughs> that would have been interesting, too. I don't know what he looked like when it, when it come out, 80. I mean, he's, he would have still been, you know, a pretty young guy. Um, Paul Newman. Paul Newman would have been pa- fucking sick. Paul Newman would have been interesting. Clint Eastwood, I'd be curious, just because you you only imagine him as a cowboy or like yeah. to see him in futuristic would have been. But weird. like you know, by then he had done Dirty Harry too. You know what I mean? I think it, it definitely. I don't know. It, it, 
I mean, he's he's a great actor, but who would have known like in that kind of genre if he would have even understood it? I don't know. Right. Maybe I'm thinking his range isn't. And I think a lot of those guys, like I don't think Sean Connery would have done it because he never wanted to do sci-fi. Yeah. They like he, he, they wanted him for the Matrix, and he's like, I don't get it. I think he got worried after the one. I don't remember the name of the movie, but he's wearing like uh, the Borat uh, speedo, where it's like over the shoulders, and he's got like pistols. Like, I don't what? remember what that movie, dude. I'll, we'll throw up a picture for the <laughs> people watching YouTube. I mean, while I'm Sean talking, Connery was in that movie. Oh yeah, he's like wearing like a Borat orange, like red speedo, oh, and he's got God. like. Like uh, two guns on the side. It's like some kind of sci-fi movie. I think after he did that, he's like, "Yeah, oh, I don't, I do I don't not get know these. what movie that is." He's like, "I'm not doing these anymore. Not doing Look. any of these again. <laughs> I don't want anything with elves or robots or anything." Tommy Lee Jones was also considered. I, I could see that. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it would have been a different movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, in it. Yeah, for know? sure. A buffed ass fucking. Yeah, <laughs> but detective. it would it it, ne- it wouldn't necessarily be bad because. Um, because a lot of it, you know, Decker doesn't talk a lot. You know what I mean? It's, he's not – it's a lot of, like, him just seeing stuff and whatever. But also, like, I like Harrison Ford because he gets his ass kicked by the replicants. I will say this. Harrison Ford is amazing at looking like he's really hurt. Yeah. Whether it be Indiana Jones or this. Like, yeah. it's like, dude, did they really hit him? Like, yeah. dude, he's – like They just really- beat the shit out of Harrison Ford. That's why he doesn't want to do Star Wars anymore. <laughs> he's tired. I was like, man, he looks haggard. Like, yeah. He looks like he really went through it. Al Pacino was another one. Ooh, Al Pacino. Lastly, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Which someone would have been fucking curious. With the mustache? He's like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's cool. No, but it was it was great. Um, all The whole cast was amazing. Um, Edward James almost. I wish yes. he was such a great character. Um, and his uh, look was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, like, you didn't know whether it's like, is he Latin? Is he Japanese? Is he all of it? Like, yeah. In fact, I was reading, like, he. I think he, like, I think the, the the future language that they talk about in it, it was, like, half Spanish, half Chinese or something. It was, I think like, it was that was how the future, like, it melded together or something. City talker, I think, is what they said, mm-hmm. like, the language was. Um, he was a dope character. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen a movie from, what was it, 19. 19- 80-something. Um, I did love that he would leave the little um, origami Origami. things everywhere. And at the end, um, you know, because he does warn Deckard. He's like, hey, you know, like, going to keep her safe. You know, someone's going to eventually. They're going to come for her. They're going to come for her. And then as they're leaving the elevator, like, he sees that there's a little. Basically saying, like, yo, I know you got her. You know, like. Well, so, so he sees a unicorn, right? Yeah. So, oh, I didn't get that connection because there is an actual vi- like a visual of a unicorn. A dream. So it's a dream that Deckard's having right. of a unicorn, and so the fact that he puts the little unicorn there means that he perhaps has seen Deckard's dreams, which means that Deckard is a replicant. Well, so the reason I, I've heard that rumor before, mm-hmm. and the reason why I was leaning towards that he was because there's a very subtle scene. When um, when she goes, I forget her name. Uh, when Rachel goes to Deckard's apartment, because you know he he knows that she's because she wants that dick. Well, this is pre dick. Okay. So <laughs> this is like, why did you tell him I was a replicant? And he's like, well, because you are. And she's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. And he's like, you're right, you're not. Oh, maybe I'm mixing two scenes. But basically, there's a scene where she tells him, how do you know you're not? Mm-hmm. And then she's in focus and he's out of focus. But so anytime. Like, they wanted to show someone was a replicant. They would show, like, a light behind the iris. Yeah. So out of focus, Harrison Ford, you can see in his eyes very lightly that you see those lights. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, he's possibly a replicant. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 supposed to be ambiguous. You know what I mean? Um, the, the origami thing could be just like, hey, the guy only knows so many animals yeah. in origami, and this one happened to be a unicorn, right? Um, it could be that you know, they had some sort of way of spying on him that actually read his dreams, or it could be that his dreams were implanted and that was not real. That's kind of like part of the fun yeah. of, of Blade Runner. No, I mean, the movie was amazing in multiple different levels. Mm-hmm. I Like, even if that was put out today with those effects, it would still be amazing. Um, everything did look, for being in the 80s, like, you know, usually when you watch a dated movie like that and they show futuristic stuff, it's always like, what, the technology that's available at the time, but what they think it's going to go right. to. Right. 
and this one was not. It really did feel futuristic. Well, a, a lot of the stuff, like, you know, if you think about it, uh, some of that stuff kind of translated. Like, especially, like, all the neon and, like, yeah. you know, sign, you know, the all the signs and advertisements and stuff. The advertisements that come out and, like, speak to you and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, it's freaking Google targeted ads. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Um, and then it is funny, though. It's because... You have to kind of take a guess at what companies are going to do well. So Atari is a real big one. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, well, who knows? But Atari might make a yeah, comeback. might make a huge comeback. Um, but yeah, I think that was a. Uh, and I guess it was supposed to be 2019. Was I believe? <laughs> the, their, yeah, the time that they flashed for. Yeah, something like that. I believe like what they were supposed to be. I was like, man, we did not go that route. Yeah, exactly. I, I that's always the most depressing one. Like I remember Demolition Man. Like uh, with Sylvester Stallone, yeah, yeah. like the first scene where where he he blows up the thing, the building full of kids. Even though fucking Simon Simon Says guy Wesley Snipes yeah. already killed them. Um, that was it was supposed to be in the dystopian fu- near future. It was 1996, <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> go out a little bit further, you know? So. Uh- Interesting things that would not fly if this movie came out today. Yeah. Harrison Ford was real rapey. Yeah. Was definitely real. Everyone was real rapey back then, Christian. <laughs> That's just, that was the 80s. Like, welcome to the 80s. Like, he goes in for a kiss and she was kind of okay with it. And then she's like, yeah. nope, I'm leaving. He runs to the door, bam, slams it shut. And he's like, no. Because she didn't know that she wanted it yet. <laughs> and then, he, very creepy and cringy. Tell me you want to kiss me. Yeah, 2019. And then she's like, doesn't say, he's like, and then like more for it, tell me you want to kiss me. She's like, I, 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 I want to kiss you. Say it again. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, there's a fine line between, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. between super romantic and super rapey. Yeah, I was like, dude, like, <laughs> whoa, man. Like that would not fly today. Also, I don't know, Christian, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> See if the ladies like. See if the ladies like that. I will work on the bail money. Yes, yeah. <laughs> bail me out, Christian. It didn't work. Deckard was wrong. Deckard was wrong. Deckard was wrong. Harrison Ford did it. Let me out. Uh, also, uh, I don't know if this was Ridley Scott's choice or if mm-hmm. he was aware of it. Very racist towards Asian people. Yeah, <laughs> like all the poor, all the poor people were Asian. They were always dirty, long fingernails. Eating weird shit. Yeah, like like everyone else seemed to be doing okay. The Asians were not doing so great no. in the yeah. future. Well, I think I think a big part of it was just uh, obviously in that world they had kind of taken over because the languages had mixed so much. Yeah. Which, hey, you know, there's 7 billion Chinese people or whatever. No, there's 1 billion, right? I don't know. There's 7 billion total people in the world. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, he's obviously, you know, he, he might've had his own, uh, prejudices kind of built in there, but it definitely, it definitely seemed like everyone was just overpopulated and he was, t- you know, living in a seedy part of town. Even like, the, also the sun never comes out at all. Even <laughs> the scientist, um, Hannibal Chu, who was like, uh, played by James Hong. I love James Hong. I, I don't think like he's got enough. I loved him in big trouble, little China. Like even him, who was a scientist, was dirty and grimy. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he had a lab. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He uh, he gave up the lab coat a long time ago. Yeah, it was like, starts wearing cruddy rags and it old was just t-shirts. So weird. Um, you like the? Did you like Daryl Hannah and uh, ooh, what's what's the other guy? The main replicant guy's name? Um, uh, Rudiger or Rutger? Rutger Howard. Howard. Yeah, great actor, dude. His he was great. He had a weird body. <laughs> But like he also he had one of those Tom Cruise weird barrel chested yeah. type deals, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it it's a really good movie. So was it worth it? Are you glad? You oh, got dude, to see absolutely. It? No, and it was great. And particularly like um, he was such a complex villain. Like he was, yeah. Like was he really a villain kind of thing? Like he was. He was definitely. He was. I don't even know if he was evil, but yeah. I mean, he did kill his creator. Uh, his he even called him father, I believe. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, he told him, he's like, I can't extend your life. You yeah. know, like, there's nothing I can do. Right. And it looked like he was, like, about to give him a kiss and hug him. I was like, oh, like, maybe he understood. Like, nah, be, he's going to murder him. Yeah. And, I mean, a big thing is, like, you know, those robots, basically, they're treated as slaves. Yep. They're they're made to work on, on like, the moon mines and stuff like yep. that. Um, and Or mercenaries or, or soldiers. Or mercenaries or whatever. 
Um, and then they live for what is it, six years? Four years. Four years. Um, they live for four years and then they die. And, and that they have like a built in lifespan. And it was to keep them from rising up and like. It was like the four years freedom. was by design because they didn't want them to get too smart, mm-hmm. too knowledgeable, and realize what's going on and try to take over. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so you got to think about it from his point of view too. It's like, what would I do? Well, also, I mean, he saved Deckard. He didn't have to. Right. He was like he he was dying, and he was like, well, and then he saved Deckard when he could have easily let him die, uh, and then he delivered a great line, which I realized, or I, when I was researching, he wrote that and like gave it to Ridley Scott. He's like, I love it, go for it. it. Was like, um, I'll be. He's like, all of my memories will be forgotten, like tears and like tears in the rain. And I was like, holy shit, like yeah. that's a dope line. He wrote the actor wrote it himself. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing, man. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm excited for you to watch 2049. This is a hot take, but I think. 2049 fundamentally it might be a better movie now it wouldn't exist without the first one so you know but as far as like the enjoyment factor and like where it took the story and what i wanted from the story i actually like it a little bit it was great it was it was an amazing film yeah so i guess like now it's even studied in film school Mm -hmm. which and when it came out it didn't even do great right right and a lot of movies are like that. You know, we talked about briefly Doctor Sleep last last week. Yeah. How it's like why didn't that movie do good? I don't know. And and that and how a movie does in theaters is so dependent on like multiple factors, like the time of year it comes out, the amount of money they put into the advertising, how they advertise it. A good example is um the uh, uh Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Live Die Repeat and how they kind of changed the name or like they market it as live die repeat, but it was actually called Edge of Tomorrow. And well, so I thought it was the first one was the name. Huh. Live Die Repeat? Yeah. No. It's it's Edge of Tomorrow was the is the title of that movie. But when you when you see the posters for it, it says Live Die Repeat. Then at the bottom it says Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> and then, you know, when you buy the DVD, same sort of thing. And so people would see the advertisement that says Live Die Live Die Repeat. And then they would go to the movie theaters and it would say Edge of Tomorrow and they would just not see it. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's it's one of those things where like that – and that was a good movie. It was a cool concept. Yeah. Based off a comic book. Um, really? Edge yeah. of Tomorrow? Yep. That was a great – The comic book was called All You Need Is Kill. Just just three terrible three terrible titles was, in a row. That was definitely a great movie that suffered from bad CGI with the aliens. Like the noodle monster. Like, I would say not even not even like bad CGI, but bad character design. Yeah, you know, I think the robots looked great. That's my only was my only. And then critique. the aliens looked like shit. Yeah, the aliens looked like crap. It's like, dude, you guys can redesign that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, cool. So, uh, do you have a do you have a new movie for me to watch for, for next time? Ooh, I gotta think about. You it. You need to think about it. But I definitely it will definitely continue canon. Yeah. Well, great. <laughs> Um, well, my next one for you is definitely Blade Runner 2049, the Ryan Gosling sequel. I'm down. I'm excited for you to watch it. I might rewatch it just, just so I can, just so I can experience it with you. Cause nice. it's so good. That's another one though. Did shitty in the movie theaters, but it was, it's like universally. At least when I remember people saying, I think they said it was too long. It is very long so and I, slow. Well, that's fine. Dude. Well, not all of them can be. And that's something that I think. Like movies today, fuck! I don't want to sound like an old man. Movies today, back in my day, um, movie like in the past, movies did a better job at pacing. Not everything has to be. In fact, it's a little. I, I think Michael Bay fucked it up for everyone. Like, like even, he made so much money off of robot explosion, robot explosion, helicopter like, shot. I love Marvel movies, but I feel like some sure. of them like ha- are too quick like uh, especially the Avengers movies because Cap- so much has yeah, to happen. Yeah, or Captain Marvel, I remember like um yep. like hey, it's just a little bit too fast, like slow it down. But versus like um Captain America Civil War. Yeah, or no or, Winter, Soldier, uh, Winter Soldier, I mean. Yeah. It had great pacing. Like there yeah. was great action, but you know, give it a little breathing time, like the, let it lead to something else like yeah. naturally. I've been rewatching the Marvel movies and I've I rewatched. I just re- I redid all the Captain Americas. Dude, the first one was so good. I need to rewatch. Like the I feel one. like people kind of shit on that one, but it is really good. Winter Soldier is still fucking amazing. Oh, great so action. The, and Civil War too is great. All right, well that does it for us. Uh, we'll have some more uh, movie swapping later. Um, make sure you guys check us out. NerdsFriendsPodcast.com. That's where you get all of our info for Instagram, Twitter. 
Facebookings. You can buy some Nerd Tea Confession, our delicious tea beverage. It's getting to be tea weather, even though it's like 90 degrees today. <laughs> um, it will be eventually. And then uh, you can also check out Phoenix Fit, too, and get yourself some tasty supplements for your Phoenix and the fitness. Ad. And whatever was the ad that may or may not have been in there. Yeah, in the and then get, buy whatever the ad said. Buy. It's gonna hide your lips so they don't. So they yeah, try to lip. We'll just have we'll just have another ad here after we're done. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, hope you guys like our movie switchings and you know let us know on Facebook what are some bad movies that I should watch or some really good movies that Christian should watch or Twitter or Twitter or Instagram or Instagram Facebook Instagram wherever let us know. Thank you, Christian, for uh, you know making me endure that Chuck Norris piece of shit. <laughs> you liked it. <laughs> I like parts of it. And I hope you enjoyed uh, Blade Runner. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Buenas noches. Buenas noches.